We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Next Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Knicks, CP here on the ones and twos, on the brink of elimination. Tonight's episode, it's going to be about Julius, man. Can Julius save this Knicks season? Can Julius Randle salvage this Knicks season? Hawks have been dominating the Knicks for three out of four games. And uh, Wednesday night, in front of a packed garden crowd, the Knicks are going to try to save their season. But it's going to have to start with Julius Randle. As we said, the, the talk of this series was going to be whether or not he could be the same dominant all-star caliber player that he's been in the regular season, especially against these Hawks when he was averaging 37 points per game. So far in this series, he just hasn't been that guy. 16.8 points per game, 4.3 assists, cut in half. More than half. Averages have been cut in half by this Hawks defense. So what do we do? You know, what do we do? Well, how do you guys feel? Call in 657-383-1509 or call me up on the Discord. Let me know what you're thinking. Is it over? Do you still have faith? And do you have faith in Julius? Because when I get back from Atlanta, not even when I get back from Atlanta, while I'm still out there, as the losses keep piling on and on, unfortunately, I was trying to get a win while I was out there, but nevertheless, as the losses keep piling on and on, the Nick fan seems to be turning on Julius and the team. He's a bum. Get rid of him. Trade him. Don't matter. Don't give him the money. The Knicks fan is turning on Julius now. Unbelievable. 
So I want to know all of it, man. I want to know how you guys are feeling tonight. 657-383-1509. Is it over? Do you still have faith? Do you still have faith in Julius, number 30, Randall? What are the adjustments you want to make for game five? Are there any left to be made to save this season? I had Nixon seven. I wasn't looking at going to seven this route, obviously. But, you know, not out of it. It's it, But it, they're in an uphill battle, obviously, on an uphill battle. You know, this Hawks team defensively has been good. I've watched all four games. I've been there in person, up close and personal. I was impressed with this Hawks defense from the opening tip of game one. And I keep saying this guy's name. Because I think he's made a big difference, and that's DeAndre Hunter, first and foremost. Because they have him up on Julius, playing him one-on-one, rather than Collins, who's, who's guarding most of the season. And and you have Hunter there as, as the primary point of attack. You have Capella shading in the back, not guarding anybody, because Noel and Taj don't deserve that respect. They don't stretch the floor. They're not threats unless you completely break down the defense. And then you have your wings and your perimeter plays out there hedging. So Julie's just seeing four or five guys at every move, at every turn. So number one, I think this Hawks defense has been a lot better than we've given them credit for. I think they've been great. Honestly, I think they've been great. And their plan of attack, as I said, was to take away his strengths. They don't care if you leave RJ open, you leave Bullock, because we haven't given them any reason to respect them either. RJ had a better game, game four. Bullock has been a disaster for most of the series outside of game two. They've missed a ton of open looks as well. So, yeah, we're going to blame Julius for some, but our supporting cast hasn't been there outside of D-Rose consistently. Supporting cast just has not been there. So, you know, that Hawks defense has been good. I also think the shots that Julius has taken throughout the regular season have been there this series, but he's missed. He's gone 20 of 73 from the field, the fifth lowest field goal percentage in a four-game span in the playoffs since 1960. Minimum 65 attempts. This this is from uh, Mike Vorkinoff of The Athletic. It's 20 of 73. In the regular season, he took 6.8 shots a game where he was tightly defended with a defender in his face. And he hit 46% of them with a 48.3% effective field goal percentage. In this series against the Hawks, he's taken 8.3 shot attempts, tightly defended, shooting 30% with a 34% effective field goal percentage. Way off from the regular season. Way off. 
58.9% of his shots in the regular season were were open from open or wide open range. Only 49.3% of his playoff shots have been. So they're giving him a little less room to operate. When he's had time to shoot in space, he's misfired. 9 of 36 on open or wide open shots in this series. 9 of 36 including 5 of 16 on threes. In the regular season, he hit 44.9% of those and 40% from three. So even a wide open looks, he's bricking. So it's it's their defense has been good. He's not hitting the shots that, that, that he typically hit during the regular season. And I think when you combine those two things, if you're Nate McMillan, you're happy about it. You take it. You can live with him taking those type of long mid-range shots, those three-point shots, those lower percentage shots. Because your defense has been stout, and he's given you no reason to adjust. At the same time, at the rim, in the restricted area, 9 of 21 in the restricted area. When he's going, when he's driving to the basket, there's four or five hawks on him. We already know he doesn't finish at the rim well. He hasn't done so all season. So it's hard to think that that's going to change. So those are some of the numbers, and it's dreadful, man. It's absolutely dreadful. On top of that, the decision-making just isn't there. Tibbs has said it. We've all said it. We've said it before the series started. Has to make quicker decisions with the Rock when facing the pressure, when facing the double teams. And he just hasn't done it. He had seven assists on Sunday. Combine that with five turnovers. Terrible turnovers. Terrible turnovers. And the thing about those turnovers that kill you and the thing about the bad shots that kill you is that the Hawks have been converting on the other end in transition. Knicks' transition defense has been poor all year. When the Hawks get a find a bad shot, when they get a rebound off a bad shot, when they get the steal off a turnover or a block, they're out to the races. Trey's out, out of there. And that's what makes them so dangerous. They're already dangerous in the half court. With Trey being a triple threat, with the three-point shooters, with Capella for the lob. But now if you're taking bad shots and you're making bad decisions, they're going to make you pay. And that happened several times in game three and game four. You can't blink or these guys are running out 9-0 runs, 11-0 runs in a, in a blink. And, and, and I just feel like this is how this series is going, man. This is a dangerous team. It's a dangerous team. Six scores and double figures in game four. How do you stop that? What are, what are the adjustments? Where do you want to go? We talked about Julius. Obviously, it, it, it starts with him. And again, I thought they'd done a good job on him. He hasn't been hitting his shots. The playmaking just hasn't been there. But this Hawks offense is just hard to contend with, man. 
It's very hard to contend with. When you have Trey, who's a killer, doing whatever he wants. I mean, and, and as I said, I said it on, on today's show with Ian Begley. When you start Rose, you're taking a hit defensively. They put Bullock on him. He got cooked. Cooked. Well done. Flamed. All night. Absolutely destroyed. They forced him left. He blew past him left. And found Capella so many times underneath the rim. They stepped under the screens. He buried him for the 30-footer. Came out of the third quarter on a 5-0 run himself. Knicks went into the third quarter of Sunday's game. Down four. Within five minutes in the third quarter, they're down 14. Game. Over. And and it starts, in, it starts with Trey, man. The pressure that he puts on defenses... When he collapses that defense, when he gets past the first line of defense, the floater's there, the lob, the capellas, something you have to guard. Or you have Bogdanovich, Gallinari, Collins, Herter, Hunter, three-point threats. I don't know how you stop that, man. I don't know how you – I mean, yeah, you could ask him to run him off the line, Sure. Could ask him to run him off the line a bit more. So you want to duck on the screens a bit more? You want to throw out there a little bit? Okay. But when the offense opens up, you know, as I said to Jerry Ferrara on our interview, I said, what happens when that offense opens up? How do we counter? We counted in games three and four, not even scoring 100 points. You're just not going to win that way. You're just not going to win that way. So, this is why we are where we are. Down 3-1 on the brink of elimination. Is it over? Somebody in the chat said, I'm packing it up. No, I'm not packing it up. It's a long way away. And the way that this series has been trending, you don't like what you see. But anything's possible. You know, anything's possible. I just think that the goals on this team are showing in this series. The need for more playmakers. The need for more shot creators, shot takers. You know, we talk about Julius. Bullock's been terrible. That's your starting three. You need more from him. He needed more consistency from RJ. Game four was his best game in the series. Game three was lousy. He scored seven points. Game two, he was so-so, 13. I believe game one, he had about 14, but on an inefficient shooting. So that's not enough. Burks, the man at game one, that's my guy. I've been singing his praises since he got here. Hasn't been good since then. IQ, hasn't been good since game one. Where else are you getting the shooting from to match up with six people in double figures in game four for the Hawks? Who can give that to you nightly? How are you going to match that? And so, you know, I just, at the same time, I don't feel like we have the firepower to contend with what they have out there or what they can potentially have out there. Despite the adjustments. 
you know, people want to say, well, you know, starting D Rose kind of messed up the second, the flow of the second unit. D Rose was out there running with that second unit a lot in the second quarter. He was out there running with them a lot. But again, in that same second quarter, with three minutes to go in the second quarter of game four, the Knicks had a one point lead. They go to Collins, who went on a 5 0 run by himself. Knicks going into the half down four. They start the third quarter. Trey goes on a 5-0 run by himself. Within five minutes, they, they go from down four to down 14. It's a lot of firepower, man. It's a lot of firepower. So where do we go from here? I was encouraged with Obi's, Obi's uh, play, 13 points. Thought Obi looked good. Uh, definitely put the ball on the ground, on the floor, which is what you want to see. Do you go to him at the five some more? You know, Hawks go small. As soon as they take Capella out, they go small. Sometimes they'll go Gallinari at the five. Sometimes they'll go Okongu at the five. You know, we, we I was asked today on, on, uh, on the show with Ian Begley whether, whether or not I thought uh, Tibbs makes an adjustment at the five. Do you go Obi there? And if you do, does Capella even respect that? Does he respect the shot? You know, one thing about Obi is that he's, he gives you the vertical threat. You know, the lob. He can get you the lob over the top. On the flip side, you're giving up some rebounding, some rim protection. And overall, veteran savvy that Taz has brought, man. I thought Taz was great on Sunday. I thought he was great, man. 36 years old, coming off the street. He's giving you everything that he could give you. Leaving his life on the line, on the court. He's Fort Greene's finest, man. Shout out my guy Taj, man. Never, ever quits. Never quits. But we'll see, man. You know, heart and desire can only get you but so much. Eventually, your talent has to step up. And I'm just not sure we, we have it for this series. But we'll see. You take it one time you go out in front of Madison Square Garden pack crowd and you put it all on the line and, and see where you end up maybe you get some favorable favorable whistles in the beginning and see if you can you can uh, capitalize and take some take advantage we'll see so to everybody in the chat once again thumbs up button for you boy CP here in the solo dolo. We're going to announce in a little bit, in a couple minutes, after a couple calls, we're going to announce the winners of Game 5. Who's going to Game 5 tomorrow? And we're going to separate the prizes. We're going to do, uh, we're going to do the, um, with the gift card, the $200 gift card. We're going to, we're going to announce that as a runner-up prize. So two people are winning tonight. Somebody's going to get the $200 gift card to the NBA store and somebody's going to win the tickets to the game. Once again, that's brought to you by my guys at Forzano Law Firm. Knicks fans, if you've been injured in a car accident, construction accident, motorcycle accident, slip and fall, trip and fall, nursing home abuse, or more, start the path to recovery and financial compensation with my guys at Forzano Law Firm. Call them up, 718-372-1397. Call Anthony or ask for Anthony or David. Let them know CP the franchise sent you. And they offer free consultation or free representation unless you get paid. If you don't reach them, you can always call, you can always visit the website, ForzanoLaw.com. 
for a 24-hour live assistant or go to the office in person, 271 Avenue U in Brooklyn, one block from the F train. All right, so we're going we're gonna to announce the winner quite shortly. I want to salute the Super Chats that have come in. Salute to uh, Money Mark. He says we need to break up Rose and Burks, start Burks, and we'll allow Rose to run with the second unit again. Also, Frank absolutely needs to get some type of minutes defending Trey. Nothing else is working, so why not try? Salute to KFTV. Hey, I said in the beginning of the series, why not? You're getting destroyed on the perimeter, absolutely destroyed. Why not bring not a lockdown defender? Okay, let's 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 not get that misconstrued. But we're your best perimeter defender. Why not give him some minutes? When you see Bullock is getting scorched, and the thing is, you could accept Bullock getting hurt on the defensive end if he was giving you volume and made threes. He's not even giving you that, so he's a double zero. Why not put Frank out there? I don't, I don't see why not. Uh, who else is in here? Uh, shout out Kin Pop TV. He says, honestly, they should start Frank. Interesting. Kevin Bean says, playoff-wise, this is a redshirt season for Julius. He will grow from this and be a beast next year. Do you give him a max deal if we lose tomorrow? Yeah, I do. I do. All right? To, to the surprise of some, because I was the guy that was trying to trade him at the trade deadline. But nevertheless, yeah, I would. Because where I feel like the Knicks fan has become short-sighted, heavily short-sighted, this man, despite his ineffective play this series, he's the reason why we're here. He's the reason why we're here. For 72 games, he carried this team to the fourth seed with Tibbs, with Derrick Rose, among others. But Julius was the guy. So for the people that are now saying, oh, he's a, oh, he's not the, he's not our guy. He can't carry the team. He's not our guy. Why are you surprised about that? Nobody should be surprised about that. That's been evident. That's been clear to me since he got here. And that would never change even if they win this series and go on to the next one. He's uh, he's the second or third best on the team, and I would even go third if you're really trying to win a championship. So we know that. So so I don't understand why people are getting up in arms about the deal for a guy that just made his all-star team, career highs across the board, for you to peg as your third best option. I'm going to give him the money. There's different tiers of max contracts. If you extend him during this contract, then he accepts. That's a very low-end max contract. That's a contract that you can trade within two years, three years of that deal when it becomes more valuable as as time passes. So, yeah, I feel like he's earned it. He learned, he learned from his mistakes last year. He said he's going to learn from the playoffs this year. You're, I'm looking at him as our third best player on a contender. But no, I'm not just going to let him walk now after the season that he had. And what is the trade that you're looking for that's going to improve this team by trading him? You're not getting top lottery uh, uh, 
draft capital for him. So what is the trade that you're looking for that's going to improve this team and improve our chances by trading Julius Randle? To me, at this point, the way he's played, it's counterproductive. So I don't understand why people up and up. Oh, he's not the guy. He's not the guy. No kidding. If you ever thought that he was going to be the guy, you fooled yourself. I wasn't fooled. But I'm, I was happy as hell that from where he came from and where he brought this team. You can't lose sight of that. And 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 for the people who are from the school that, well, if you win and compete, you attract free agents. Well, how are you going to win and compete if you're going to try to get rid of him when he's the reason that you're here? You want you're going to tank again, and then who are you attracting? To me, it doesn't make sense. To me, to me, it doesn't make sense. But let me know what you think. Enough about me. I want to hear from you. Let's go to the phones. So to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for you, boy. Everybody's turning on Julius, man. What's going on? Let me hear from some people in here, man. Harrison from Manhattan. What's going on, bro? Harrison going once. Harrison, Harrison. All right, Harrison's not ready, man. Dave, check just check on uh check on Harrison for me, Dave. Let's try um it's gonna Mike from Yonkers. Mike, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, brother? How you doing, bro? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, couple takes, couple takes. Uh, Julius Randle, mm-hmm. he, you know, he gotta, he gotta get on that playoff mode. He's not there yet, yeah. so that's another thing. Um, I think Frank maybe gotta get more minutes, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Uh, Derrick Rose. In the starting lineup, I think he's better in the second uh, unit, okay. in my opinion. Uh, so who are you starting? We need more shooters. We need, we, need, we need more shooters in free agency. Yeah. I sure. feel like we need more shooters in free agency. For sure. Um, Reggie Bullock might not do it for us. No, no. Um, and I think, yeah, I just think Julius is his first time in the playoffs. It's our first first time rebuild so you know we gotta it's patience we gotta be patient we gotta be patient got to be patient gotta be patient now now wait who are you starting I think, who, are you, I think, who are you starting in front of rose uh i think i might do of course it's not alfred he's out of no. here but um i think it's gonna be frank just to get no 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 oh well you know what? It could be Burst. It could be Burst. You're right. It could be Burst. It could be Burst. But I think we need that punch off the bench with Burst. So yeah. maybe Frank for a couple minutes because, you know, okay. I, I just – it's just one of those things. Yeah. Okay. Appreciate the call, bro. Appreciate it. Thank I'm, you, bro. I'm just – you know, the whole Frank thing, to me, you put Frank out there – with R.J. Bullock, Julius, and Taj, who's attacking the basket? Who's going north and south? 
now you now you're really relying on Julius and to a certain extent RJ to generate that offense. See, it's a, it's a fine balance, man. It's a fine balance. I I don't see any better option than Derrick Rose. You want to try Burks? Okay, fine. I don't think Tibbs does that, but all right. To to me, you need somebody to put pressure on this Hawks defense. That's part of the issue is that this Knicks offense, even with Rose, is not making the Hawks work defensively. They're not making the Hawks work defensively, and part of that is being able to dribble penetrate and move the ball around and get that defense rotating to, to be able to find an open man and get good shots. We're not doing that. And, and you're certainly not getting that with Frank uh, starting at the point guard. Every time Frank has started at the point guard this season, it's been a disaster. He's come in in injury, injury relief, and he hasn't been good. So there's no reason for me to think Tibbs is going there now. But, as I said, I'd like to see Frank in this rotation playing defense, sure. The way we've been getting torched off of the pick and roll been torched by all their perimeter players. Yeah, I would definitely like to see Frank get in there and, and, and mix it up. So we'll see what happens. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for your squad. For your boy. I'm here solo dolo. I'm here and the Lakers are getting smoked. Well, look, without AD, I mean, LeBron is not that guy. AD is the guy for them. He, if he's not hurt, uh, you know, they, they had you fooled by saying he was going to be a game-time decision. Is he playing, actually? Is AD playing? Anyway, back back to the Knicks, man. Forget about them. Lakers got their own problems. Knicks are on the brink of elimination. I can't worry about the Lakers right now. Only, only when I'm talking to Kellerman. So to everybody in the chat once again. All right, let's take a couple more calls. Let's go to, um, let's get some new people in here. Uh, Mello from Yonkers, what's going on, bro? Yo, CP, what's up, baby? How you feeling? How you feeling, bro? Man, I'm good. I, was, I just told the guy out of line I was at game two, man. I brought my wife down there. Um, and, man, we had a wonderful time, man. The garden was electric. It was just like I've been yeah. in the garden. Last time I was there was 20 years ago, and it felt like a completely different place, bro. Yeah, yeah, it was electric, man. And how do we get there without the play of Julius Randle? Now these people want to run him out of town. No, and, and, and you, you, you hit it right on the nose, man, because at the end of the day, Julius Randle got us there. It's his play. He let us all yeah. year. So you know New York fans, we impatient. You know, we go for the quick fix. That's why we've been in the doldrum for all these years. But my thing is, like, I would kind of just me watching the game, right, My I feel like we should go with Julius Randle at the five because then Capella has to play defense on him. He can't camp out. Yeah. And – just double-team him. He has to play him now. Once he has to play him, I feel like now with everybody else, it opens it up for everybody else, and he can't, like, Noel's in there. Noel's really not a threat to score. We don't got Mitch. Even Tosh. Tosh can score a little more yeah. than Noel, but it's like, I feel Randall's at the five now Capella because he's talking. Now he has to guard him. And now once he has to guard him, I feel like Julius can attack and get easier shots because now who's going to double him? You double him, we swing it. And, like, you're right, man. Bullock. I feel like Trey Young, I watched him in person, bro. Even my wife, she's a Celtics fan. Mm-hmm. Like, I made her put on a Knicks shirt and everything and brought her to the garden with me. And she's like, yo, this guy Trey Young makes every shot. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like with us, we are not making him play defense. We're not making him play because Reggie Bullock, is, he's getting scorched by him, and then he can't make an open three. Yeah. I just kind of feel like we should go to Burks and the lineup a little more and not start him. 
but go to him a little more. Like, as soon as Reggie Bullock's knowing that he's not hitting the three, go to Burks, because then let's make Trey play defense, because we yeah. can't stop him on offense. Yeah, a- absolutely, man. Appreciate the call, man. Appreciate appreciate you calling in. Um, yeah, I, would, I, I would look at that, you know, a, a, a Randall Obi front court. Do we try that? I don't think Tibbs will, but. You know, we've been looking to see that most of the, most of the season it, when, when the opportunity presented itself to go small. But, you know, I would like to see it because, as you said, it, it, it spreads the court out. Now you could go five out, truly. And, 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 you, and you move Capella away from the basket. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, does Tips throw some wrinkles in there if we're, if we're down double digits again at the half? Does Tibbs throw a second-half wrinkle out there? Never know. Never know, man. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs-up button for your boy. Who else we got in the chat? If you guys are new in the chat, leave me a hashtag new. We'll shout you guys out. I see the, I see the Hawks fans are in here today. And uh, the Hawks fans have been loving Knicks Fan TV. Let me tell you, man. It's been incredible. We're going to have to start a Hawks fan TV, not hosted by me. I'll find somebody else, but the Hawks fans are starving for content. They're in the chat all day, every day. I don't even care because they run up the algorithm, you know what I mean? And, you know, the engagement's engagement for me. It doesn't matter. So I welcome everybody as long as you hear respectfully, even talking trash. But, yeah, Hawks fans been in here heavy, man. You know. And salute to everybody that came down. And and uh, and rock with me all weekend in the A, man. It it was great, man. We brought the party down to the A, and uh, a ton of Knicks fans out there. The, the pregame festivities at Hudson Grill was was phenomenal, both Friday and Sunday. So shout out to everybody that came through, everybody that that set what up, man, in the stadium, outside the stadium, wherever wherever we connected at, man. I, I appreciate everybody uh, for coming through and supporting. And that was big, you know, despite despite the, the outcome of the, of the game, wanted to win, obviously. But uh, for everybody that came out and rocked with us, it was uh, it was a tremendous, tremendous weekend in, in the A, man. So, uh, it, it, <laughs> I, t- I took an L, man. I, I, I got to tell you, man, I can't hang. I was going from, as you can tell by my, by my voice, I was going from Wednesday Game two, a comeback, which spilt out onto the streets, going all the way in on that, then went to the hotel, did the show, wrapped up the show at like one one o'clock in the morning, ate dinner. Then I did an interview with the Philippines, uh, with with uh, uh, ACN twenty four seven, ABN twenty four seven. That that video is up on the channel as well. I went to sleep at like two thirty. Woke up again at 7, booked home, packed for the, for the A, hit the airport. <laughs> I've been going since, man. I'm telling you. CP 10 years ago, we'll be good to go. CP now is a mess. I need a, I need a couple more days to recover, man. I, I need an off-season myself, man. But, you know, every once in a while, you still got to push your test yourself. At least I do, you know, push it to the limits a little bit, man. Because, hey, listen, you only live once, so... Uh, when, when, when you do get older, if you do get older, uh, you know, the, those opportunities, uh, start to dwindle, man. So yeah, it was, uh, it was, it's been a whirlwind couple of days, almost a week 
of just going and going and going and going. So it uh, it, it was still fun, but obviously you wish wish you had a a uh, better outcome. But salute to everybody that came out and rocked with us, man. All right, back to the phones we go, and then we're going to announce the winners in a little bit. Let me go to Vince from Bridgeport. Vince, how you doing? Hey, CP. I'm a big fan of you in 2K, man. Um, and Ashley, man, big fan of you. Thank you, bro. Keep on doing your thing. Keep on smoking that Kellerman. Thank you. God, I can't stand him always bringing up Dolan, man. That, that made me so mad, man. Yeah, that, that, keep that's, on doing how, your thing, man. that's how he does, man. Appreciate it, bro. But what I really wanted to talk about is, I'm, you know, I'm a realistic Knicks fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, Atlanta got more talent than us. Mm-hmm. They, this series is pretty much over. That's what I think. I think it's over. Yeah. Even if we win tomorrow night, it's over. If we go, if we go back to Atlanta, it's over. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, I'm a, of course, I'm a big fan of, of, of Randall. But he's, he's, you know, he disappointed me a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, me too. So, what I want... What I, what I want to see is, I think they should. You know what I'm saying next year they're gonna they're gonna sign him for you know keep him for the one more year, and after next year, yeah, give him his money, but don't give him that first that maxed out deal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because right now he's not a he's not a one obviously, he's more like a two two and a half. Right. Even okay? a three. So, Even a three. So and I'm saying I think you should I think we should pay him. We yeah. should pay him. Because if, if it wasn't him, obviously, we wouldn't even be where we at right we now. We wouldn't be here, bro. We would not for be real, here. For real, for real. We wouldn't even be here. Yeah, man. And we showed a real big improvement from, you know what I'm saying, from last yeah. year to this year, obviously. Yeah. So I think we should pay him. You know what I'm saying? But keep on doing your thing, man. I'm a big fan of you guys, man. I've been Thank you, you guys for like in a, about for six, seven months now. And, okay. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I listen to you guys every after every game. After every game, so I'm a big fan of you guys, man. Keep on doing your thing. No doubt, man. Respect, Bregson. Peace, bro. Uh, I know. All right. Yes, sir. My guy, Vince from Bridgeport. Hit that thumbs up button for you, boys. What's going on? Salute to everybody in the chat. Money Mark says success never sleeps. Yeah, sure don't, man. I mean, Wednesday night in New York City, I'm telling you, it was getting close to a Project X type of vibe. For some of you that see Project X, the movie. It was getting real close, man, and it was an epic night. You know, the one win, it was an epic night. I had Knicks fans tell me, Knicks in five, Knicks in five. I said, whoa, 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 take it easy. <laughs> take it easy. Here we are. Uh, Chris Payne here checking in from San Diego. What's going on, Chris? How you feeling? I had some good time in San Diego as well. So salute to everybody out there on the West Coast. My, my Cali crew, CK2K leading the, leading the squad out there. Salute. Okay, let's do the let's do the um I'm gonna take one more call and then we'll do the giveaway. Let me hear from Big Surge in the building. Big Surge, what's going on? How you feeling? Yo, CP was good, man. Yo, they're coming after my man again, bro. That's why that's why they're coming after my man again. That's why I had to go to you, bro. What's going on, man? Yeah, man. But real talk, man, you know, I agree with you a hundred percent, bro. You know, I, I feel that this postseason is an encapsulation of his first season. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he learned from that and he mm-hmm. came back better. You know, Julius Randle seems to be that type of dude that when he goes into a situation he's unfamiliar with, it's gonna take him a while to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Trey Young is clearly the superior talent, you know what I'm saying, without a doubt. You know what I'm saying? And I think next year when he comes back, he's gonna be much better. 
the same way he did this year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that segment that you had with, with Bagley and with Ashley on SNY, I was with that a thousand percent. You know what I'm saying? I've been feeling that for a while. Mm-hmm. I'm totally disappointed in how we're going out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. But we've been exposed, you know, because at the end of the day, CP, me and you both know, we've been giving up those threes all season. All season long. And we've just been getting lucky. Yes. You know what I'm saying? The guys weren't hitting them. But this time, you know, we all had dreams that we were going to, you know, do something here. But at the end of the day, the reality is, and you've been touching on it all week, bro, yo, Atlanta's better. Yeah. Trey Young is a borderline superstar player, and mm-hmm. Julius Randle is not. But that doesn't mean he's not a max player because every team – Championship team has three max players. That's the Correct. slots, three max slots. Correct. So that doesn't mean your third guy isn't worthy of a max slot. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Middleton's got a max contract. There's a bunch of guys in the NBA that have max contracts. You know what I'm saying? That they're not number one guys. Yeah. But this game, this series just exposes why we need Bradley Beal. Yeah. Or someone to that effect. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Julius can't do it. RJ's not ready. You know what I'm saying? And we need that one guy. You know what I'm saying? That's why when guys were like, oh, I don't want Jimmy Butler. I don't want – you guys – like, I was like, you out of your mind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would take Jimmy Butler right now in a minute. In a hot New York minute, I would take Jimmy Butler. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. we, we, we definitely – we need that number one scorer. I've never argued that Julius was that. I only argued that he was a star player, and he is. Mm-hmm. He is a star player. But you know what? This summer – I'm going to tie his left hand to his hips, and he ain't doing nothing but right hands. And tomorrow I'm going to be in the garden. I'm going to be okay, in the garden tomorrow okay. with my son, and I'm going to go into halftime, and I'm going to go into the locker room, and if my nephew ain't balling, I'm going to smack him up. And I'm going to make sure he come out and he balls out. You know what I'm saying? I but you know what? Know. We've gotten farther than we ever thought we were going to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it is what it is, man. Trey Young's the man, bro. But uh, uh it's tough, man, but bittersweet. Appreciate but anyway, you, much love to you. Much love to Knicks Nation, man. Yeah, man. Yo, look for me tomorrow, son. I'm going to be in the building. Yes, Peace. Sir. I appreciate you, Serge. All right. That was Big Serge with the perfect, perfect segue because right now we're going to give the tickets away. It's getting late. Dave, we got to get out to the winners. So let's kick it off. But yeah, I mean, listen, there's no doubt. I'm disappointed with how he's played so far, how the team has played so far. No question, you know, not not to come off that way with the show and, and not to sound like I'm making excuses, but, you know, we, we know the holes on this team. So, hope for a better result these coming days starting tomorrow. But who's going tomorrow is the question. Okay, here we go. First gift is going to be the $200 gift card to the NBA store. And the winner is congratulations to Matthew Valela. Matthew Valela, Dave is the winner of the $200 gift card to the NBA store. Dave, I'm going to give you his email right now. Reach out to Matthew and let him know that he's won. But there's another gift on the way. And that is two tickets to game five. The winner is Jose Perez. Jose Perez has won the two...
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Tickets to game five. Vaccinated only. Make sure you can prove that and bring your vaccination card and ID to the gate. Because Jose, if he ain't ready, I'm going to give him away again. So, Dave, I'm going to give you Jose's email. We'll reach out to Jose right now. Congratulations to Matthew. Congratulations to Jose. And uh, thanks again to our partners at Porzano Law Firm. Once again, if you've been injured in a car accident, or motorcycle accident, construction, slip and fall, trip and fall, nursing home abuse, and more, my guys at Porzano Law can help you on the road to recovery and monetary compensation. Go to ForzanoLaw.com for 24-hour live assistant or call 718 718- Two one three nine seven. Ask for Anthony. Ask for David. Tell them CP the franchise sent you. They offer free consultation, free representation unless you get paid. You can also visit the address two seventy one Avenue U in Brooklyn, one block away from the F train. So salute to Anthony and David for once again supporting the channel, supporting the giveaway, and uh, hopefully we'll do some more, man. But once again, congratulations to Jose and Matthew. All right, a couple more calls before we wrap up. Let me get to the Discord. King Deej, King Deej, get ready for the Discord. King Deej, King Deej. What's good, CP? Can you hear me? Yeah. I was on mute. Can yeah. you hear me, bro? Loud and clear, bro. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. You know, run it up. You Han Solo today. You on your Alan Han flow. Yes, sir. Yeah. You know, congrats to Matt and congrats to Jose. Jose be in the chat. He be right. running it up. So much love to them. Yeah. And I'm going to just keep it, you know how I am, CP. I've been realistic all season about the Knicks. And the thing about the playoffs, they do two things. They show every team's weakness because mm-hmm. it's on full display. And on top of that, the number one priority that I feel, in my opinion, is that we can't play five-on-three basketball no more. Right. And, and, actually, to be to be fair, it's literally five-on-two basketball the way Reggie Bullock has played throughout Correct. the series. Correct. So, yeah, and he came I, with the ball on the floor, bro. And remember, it, remember, hey. remember with Novak in the playoffs, bro, when Novak yeah. completely disappeared? Yeah, and the Pacers took him out of the game completely. because they basically played mellow two-on-one. Completely. Shumper, if Shumper, J. Kidd, and Novak is going to drill these threes, contest it, then, hey, good, shake your hand. Like, the Hawks is doing the same thing to Randall. And, yeah, and listen, CP, I, I was on hold listening to you. 
everything you said about Randall, man, those same people that's flipping on Randall now are the same people that wanted to trade him anyway. So yeah. it ain't no different. It ain't no different. I already told you the game plan that I want to see CP because I, I don't want to, you know, be on a rant. I know mm-hmm. you're about to get off quick, mm-hmm. but, like, the way I feel, listen, you can't play five or three against a team like this. If you're not if you're not giving away offense, you can't play five on three. I'm not saying he's got to start the game, but I really want him to finish the game with this lineup. Even if it's even if it, even if we do get killed on the boards, mm-hmm. I want him to finish this game with this lineup. Randall at the five, Obi at the four, Burks and RJ at the two and three, and D Rose at the one. Because that way, it's all one on one basketball. Mm-hmm. And then and in that same way, Trey Young has to guard somebody. Somebody's guard. He has to guard somebody. If Collins is guarding RJ yeah. and forcing him left, and you got Clint on Randall, then that means Burks. That means that means Rose. He's he's guarding Obi. They might even they might even dare him to put him on Obi. That's how disrespectful they are. Mm-hmm. So I just wanna I just wanna see that lineup. I need to see that lineup before this this whole season is over, because you already know my priorities going into the next season, bro. I don't want to hear nothing about trade Randall and trade RJ. I want them to go get a backcourt. And the reason why people in the chat keep saying Lonzo is not because he's the final piece. I need the, I need everybody to understand that. Lonzo right. is not the final piece. He's a piece. A piece. A piece. But, if you, but if you could get Lonzo and you could get, like, I don't know, Norman Powell is reaching for the sky, so I'm going to be mm-hmm. realistic. If you get a Will Barton, Will Barton is interchangeable with R.J. Barrett because they both – Lonzo and I mean, Will Barton are shot creators. And you can get them on the cheap. So it, it seems to me that Leon Rose is, ain't going max deal for anybody but a star. Yeah. And guess what? There's only one star this summer. Mm-hmm. And depending on how it, and depending on how the Clippers' season go, he ain't going to go nowhere. Yeah. But guess what, Nick Nation? If you just stay patient, because the, the Nets is in the way anyway for the next year. But if you just stay patient and we just build this, get all the pieces, all the pieces right, then the final piece is the star. Because Bill and Levine are free agents. They're going to test that water. You got the big three in Brooklyn. They're going to test that water. Like, you got Jimmy. He's going to – I heard somebody say, you want Jimmy. He's going to test that water. Like, you got to – I want the Knicks to go the same way that the Nuggets have been going, the Jazz has been going. I just want them to build from the ground up, and the star is the final piece. Yeah. So what what if Randall's not the the superstar? You all knew that. We all knew this. You all knew that. You all knew that. So I just want them to defend home. The only thing I'm wishing about tomorrow night is if they if they lose at home, I want them to lose on some miracle game winning shot from Trey Young. Go out guns blazing, only, man. Yeah, Don't go out guns blazing, man. But just everybody, just relax, man. Like y'all so quick to like I hate like I love the Knicks and I love being a Knicks fan, but at the same time we always turn on our best players. I don't want to kill Melo when Melo was playing one on four basketball, yeah. like. It's the same thing, but Randall's just playing to a weaker extent, and he's going to get better, bro. Get a backcourt, open the floor up in the summer. I, we got four – CP, we got four picks and up to $55 million, maybe even 60 bro. Mm-hmm. If they don't address the backcourt, then it will never be addressed. That's all I'm saying. Yes, so sir. just relax. Let's go out guns blazing. In game five, I just want to see that lineup. I'm not saying start that lineup. I'm yeah. saying I want to see five minutes of that lineup. Yeah, me bro. too. That's all I'm saying. Me too, man. I'm appreciate, out. appreciate the call, bro. It's King Deej on the check-in. Appreciate that. I want to salute some su- uh, some super chats that are coming. Shout out uh, Mangu Man. He says, uh, Fairweather fans can go. Real ones know what this season meant for this franchise. It's only up from here. P.S. Someone tell Burks, OB is open. Oh, man. 
I was ready to leave my seat in game four, man, because, you know, and that's the thing with Burks, man. He's, he's an emergency point guard, you know. He's not a true point guard. And so because of that, most of the time he's head down driving to the basket. His vision just ain't there, man. Missed Obi on a wide open joint. Uh, and, and that was unfortunate. Vincent Langella salute. He says the others killed us as bad as Jew. They hit their open looks. It forces ATL to stop doubling Jew. Need a kick and dish point guard and number two score in the offseason. 100%. Uh, I got Ken Pop. I got Kevin Bean. Uh, Alan Berman, appreciate it. He says salute. It isn't over. A hot hand from Julius in Game 5 could turn this series. It's too early to give up on the kid. Would rather get him a, a gun to pair in the offseason. 100%. Full Hypnotic says turning on Julius will not star power. We have to do better. Smarty Jones, $50 super chat. Smarty Jones, appreciate that. And that was in another show anyway, but appreciate that. Appreciate everybody who sent the uh, super chat on the on the replay gang. Sometimes I don't see replay gang. Uh Super chat, so appreciate that. Shout out Zion Lex. He says a backcourt. We're getting outplayed at the two and three. Yeah, but we need a long-term answer at the point, though. He's right. These King D's is absolutely right. You know, D Rose is is fine for right now. Well, we need a long-term answer at the point. He's he's, he's not the guy, man. He's not the guy. I I watched him game four. They almost had to roll him out in the stretcher to get him off the court. He's hurt all the time, man. He, he can't get through. And that's okay. He's given us everything he has. He's been a big reason why we're number four. But he's not going to last. He can't start him next year. He can't start him. He's not going to last, man. Um, who else we got in here? Ari, what's going on, Ari? How you feeling, man? Are, are we, we've come a long way from uh, our encounter Wednesday night outside of MSG, man. That was a joyous moment for me and you, man. Uh, it's, it's, it's looking bleak right now. But how you feeling right now, bro? Oh, man, that night, man, was like, it, you know, it's funny because, like, the way I became a Knicks fan was going to, like, playoff games with my dad when yeah. the Ewing starts in Oakley days. And honestly, that was the first time since I was, like, seven or eight years old where I felt like, you know, just the energy of people outside, like, screaming and stuff. It was just like, it almost is worth it just for that moment. That's how awesome that was. Yeah, that was I, big, I, wish, I wish the rest of the... I wish the rest of the chat could have shared that with us because it was really crazy that night, man. I, it was like literally going to be a Project X out there. There's no joke, man. They were like stopping semi-trucks. Nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. But, um, but yeah, so listen, like this whole Randall contract thing, I see both sides of the argument, man. You know, I, you know here's my problem with what's going on right now, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Forget about whether we win or lose this series or not, right? It's obviously not looking good, all right? But, you know, it's the way we're going out. Like, that that's the issue I have right now. It's like this team does not look at all like the team that we saw during the regular season. Mm-hmm. Julius Randle, like, forget about not playing as good as you were playing in the regular season. Like, he's playing awful. Terrible. Like, 27% shooting, like, awful, right? And – you know, if they were playing the same way that they were playing during the regular season mm-hmm. and, like, they lost game four, like, an overtime game or, like, a tough game in game four, they come back game five, win game five, and they yeah. lose, like, a tough one in game six. But they play with honor, and, it, and you're like, this is the team that I knew, that I thought we had. We're just not good enough. 
Then I'd be like, you know what, let's run it back. Let's, let's, let's max Randall. Let's just try to add the pieces. Mm-hmm. The problem is that, you know, in the playoffs you get exposed, right? You know, especially during a year when it's COVID, there's no fans in the stands, right? These players, from my understanding, they weren't practicing a lot. They weren't allowed to go out in public a lot. It's not like a normal year. Mm-hmm. And the, the problem is, like, when you go, like, when you're Julius Randle and you play, like, you have not been – you've been okay your entire career. And then all of a sudden during the COVID year, right, you come back and, you know, you're playing all-star level basketball for 72 games, right, during that one year. And then in the playoffs you play terribly. Like, it almost comes across like a little Jeremy Lin-like, a little, like, fluky a little bit, right? And it's like, you know, I know he's – earned, and, like, listen, I'm not – at this point I feel like you kind of have to pay him at this point. Yeah. Right, I, I feel like you kind of have to pay him, but you know this is the type of this is the type of like, you know this is what I'm saying. So like, what, what's like? I know you guys like Sherd saying, all right, three max contracts. Like you know you got three max contracts, right? Like, you know that's Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, James Harden. Like these guys are yeah. different types of players, right? Now if you want to sign Randall to a max deal, granted low max, twenty fives, right? Mm-hmm. You want to get Lonzo Ball here, from what I understand, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be twenty million a year. Mitchell Robinson is going to be do another deal. He's going to want ten, fifteen million a year. Then, you're, then I don't even know if you're going to have room for that max superstar piece. And even if you do have room, is that going to win you a chip, man? This is the stuff that Jay from Florida and me saying all the yeah. time. It's like we don't want to be stuck as a four seed in mediocrity forever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know, if Randall was playing. Like, I'm not saying he has to play 40% from three, 25 points a game. Like, we knew he was going to struggle, right? Mm -hmm. But if he was playing, like, some semblance, like, not as bad, or the Knicks team was playing more competitively, right, Mm -hmm. you know, I would feel more comfortable running it back with these guys. And that's that's just the truth, man. And it's like, it's not over yet. Listen, it's not over yet. I'm not going to throw in the towel, right? This could all change. Listen. I would love them. Trust me, there's nothing in the world I would love more than to just shut Clint Capella up and just take this series mm-hmm. and just have be remembered as the Clint Capella series, man. But I'll be okay with a game five win. Go to game six, play a tough game, a tough game, and whatever happens in that game, it happens. Yeah, I could be proud of that. I could be proud of that team. I'll be running it back. But if we go tomorrow and Randall shoots four for 16 or four for 20, turns the ball over seven times, and then Knicks lose by double digits on our home floor, I don't know, man. I don't know. I pick up the option and roll it back a year. You know, right. I don't know. But I, think, I, see, I, I see the argument on both sides, man. But I'll be in the city tomorrow also, man. So let's link up after the game, all right? All right, man. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it. Listen, man. My thing is, you keep them, and you have to remember that the Knicks, you can't just sit back and wait on the max contract player. You have to continue building this team. You got a lot of young players on this team with some promise. You have RJ, you have Obi, you have Quickly, you have Mitch. You have to continue developing those guys, continuing to draft. You see where the Utah Jazz are right now. The person that has had their hand in in developing and scouting those players was Walt Perrin. He's on the Knicks staff right now. 
they have to continue building like they're the Utah Jazz. Don't sit there and wait for Kawhi. Kawhi Leonard is not coming here. What is the motivation for Kawhi Leonard to leave the Clippers? It's not going to be money. So what's the point? To, to me, you're, you're praying for that. You have to continue focusing on drafting, and, and Tibbs has got to be willing to play some of these players. Support them with vets, a la D-Rose and Taz, that'll help them become better players. And then maybe down the road, these same players may be part of a package that you trade to get your max player. That It's not always about free agency. Maybe you have something for trade in a few years. But what I'm saying is the process is a lot longer than we're making it out to be. Yes, some people may think we're one or two pieces away, but it's not easy to get those two pieces. And if it was easy, you'd have a lot of teams in position to, to, legitimately, to legitimately win a championship. It's not that easy. So you have to continue drafting well and, and playing these plays. That's a bigger question to me with Tibbs. Obi, Obi got his shine, quickly got his moments. They have four draft picks coming up in this year's draft. What will they do with it? Can't expect all four to make it. But how patient will he be with the roster building? Because to me, they still need to be bringing in some young pieces in here and not just going for the Reggie Bullocks of the world and, 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 give, and giving them major minutes. Somebody in chat so we can get to Kawhi. He always had the Knicks on his list. Yeah, so what? LeBron had a Knicks on his list every time. What does that mean? I believe it when I see it. I don't believe any of that Kawhi stuff. That's a wish. You guys are wishing. All right, a couple more calls before we wrap up. Uh, let's go rapid fire here. Let's go JJ from Brooklyn. JJ, what's going on, bro? Yo, CP, what up, bro? What's How you going doing, on, man? Good, good. Chill, man. Yeah, a couple quick points, man. You got to get burst into that starting lineup because with the Hawks, Basically hiding Trey Young on Bullock, we're making life way too easy for him, man. Because yeah. Bullock, he's basically a spot up shooter. Yeah, he's not gonna post them up or nothing. So it's just a waste, man. But Burks, he can't guard anybody. Who's he gonna guard? Yeah, Burks will take him. Burks will post him up down low. He'll tire him out. That would make a huge difference. And the other lineup, honestly, the other lineup change, I would go Obi. I would put in Obi and go small. Maybe they take their, they give uh, Capella less minutes. Because he basically can't guard anybody either. So I think I would definitely make those two changes to the lineup, man. They're basically playing three on five because, yeah. you know, Capella could talk, you know, oh, you're real good, man. You're bullying 100-pound gnomes in a while and 40-year-old Todd Gibson, man. You're the man, though. You're the man, man. This guy's a clown, man. I hope we just win that game at the Garden and steal one in game six and yeah. get it back here for game seven and get that place rocking, man. But... Yeah, I will go small and get Burks into that starting line for Bullock so he can make Trey Young pay, man. Okay. Appreciate it, bro. Have a good night, it. man. Take care, bro. And, yeah, um, Capella was talking at Big Spicy uh, on the game, man. Here's what he has to say. Push our guys around and talk shit, but uh, we, we can do that too. Uh, and we show them uh, as soon as they, they, they came back here that we, we can push guys around too. Uh, we can talk shit as well. So what are you going to do about it? And we can get a win with it. So what are you going to do about it? Oh, game four, you're coming back again. Well, it's going to happen again. We win the game. We talk shit and we push around. So what are you going to do about it? 
So that's what happened. Uh, we can do it too. We can be physical, but we can win games as well. And now we're coming to your home mm. to win this game again. They send you on vacation. Ooh. Push our guys around and Capella, talk shit. Capella talking spicy out here, man. What can we say? Absolutely nothing. Knicks have been getting pumped in this series, bro. You know, not happy about that. You know what I mean? Not happy about that at all. Uh, I don't know if you heard about Prince hey, uh, Capella's comments. He said, "Don't care. They're coming to put you on vacation and don't care." Julie, she's not don't care. Theatrics. Ian Bagley. And I assume that you did hear about them. No, just, I know just, heard about it, just heard about it, and I do not care. We're not focused on that. We focus on what we got to do as a team. So when I ask what we got to do, uh, that's great. But you know, why would I give a hell what Clint Capella has to say? Oof. Uh, you, know, you know Berman's asking the question. <laughs> did you hear what Clint said about you, Julius? Don't care. It's, it's Derrick Rose on, on the match. big thing. Clint Capella was talking about was the physicality battle. Um, yeah. Do you do you feel like you guys are are losing that right now? Um, I don't think so. I am. Mark, that's no disrespect to you, bro. I was just saying, like, bro, I'm 32 years old, bro. I, I never talked like that in my life, and I'm not gonna start now once Clint Capella's like start talking crazy. Like, it don't get to me like that. So, but no disrespect to you, though, bro. I just <laughs> too old for that. Shit, bro. A big thing. They they are not here for Berman's theatrics today, folks. <laughs> Salute to Mark, man. <laughs> you always know when Berman's instigating, man. He, he always thinks he's so slick with the comments. <laughs> they always roast him fast, whether it's Tibbs, RJ, Julius, D-Rose. Mark, you, you gotta have to come you gotta have to come a little bit slicker with these guys, man. They they got you figured out. But uh, it's, uh, shout out to Berman, man. He he, uh, he he promoted our event on Sunday. He didn't come through. He didn't come through and have a drink with us, Berman. But but definitely appreciate Mark for uh, uh, shouting us out uh, and the event on Sunday. But um, yeah, Capella talking real spicy, man. Real spicy. And what can the Knicks do but win? That's it. Because he's right. Hawks punked him two two games now. More than that. I mean, basically the entire series. Except for game two. You know, it's hard, hard to clap back when you've been getting worked like that. So the Knicks just got to come back with some pride and get a W tomorrow night. All right, let's go uh, back to the phones. Let's go uh, Angel from Philly. Angel, what's going on, bro? Yo, what's good, CP? Yo, what's good, bro? How you feeling? Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I'm a little hype after that uh, that that interview with uh, Capella. But um, hey, listen, man. I think you said something about like you know what would you change you know as far mm-hmm. as the series. Um, I think first thing we gotta do, man, is we just gotta attack, man. Like we're just bailing out Trey Young. You know, we gotta put him in the post, man. Whoever is guarding him, make him play defense, bro. You know, because he has such a big impact on the game. Mm-hmm. You know, and. You know, we got to want it, man. Like, where's the hustle at? Where's the gritty Knicks at? You know, granted, it's the playoffs. You know, you're not – everything ain't going to go your way. But, you know, that's no excuse for you not to be able to rebound the ball. 
you know, make layups. You know, I knew I knew what was a game for. I knew that game was over when we stole the ball, and then uh, instead of Bullock laying the ball up, you know, he traveled, he traveled. He was trying to pass the ball to RJ. I mean, terrible. I mean, it was just terrible, bro. And I know, and I know you was at the game, so I know you was just sitting there like, "What is going on terrible. here?" And um, you know, uh, it's just you know, granted, you know, we're missing a lot of shots, man. You know, the officiating is horrible, but we already been dealing with that all year. I'm not using that excuse. Not really. The they gave, us, they show gave up, man. us 32 it, trips to the line in what? game three. Officiating hasn't been bad. They gave us 32 trips to the line in game three. Hawks got to the line eight times in yeah. game three and, and whooped our ass. Yeah, but that's because we gave up way too many threes, bro. I mean, what? we're not playing good defense at all. The rotations are horrible. We're letting Trey Young do the same thing he's been doing all series, bro. He's been going to the paint, living there, and if it's not a floater, he's kicking it right to the corner, you know, and we got to do something about that. Otherwise, we're going to lose tomorrow, you know, but it starts with effort, man. We got to show we want it, you know, and I'm hoping that, Capella saying what he said, you know, that sparks something. But, you know, as far as um, I think you were saying something about um, playing Obi or Randall, I think if we were going to experience that lineup right there, I thought we should have had that during the season. You can't do it right. now. Right. You know, and I, I just feel like, you know, the way Obi is playing right now, I'm really proud of him, and you can see the improvement. But, you know, we should have tried that early in the season so, therefore, they at least got some chemistry together. Because I think, honestly, if Obi would have had time with the starters, yeah. you know, it would probably be a little bit different because you got Capella, Capella actually playing defense, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. And like I said, man, we got to make shots, man. This ain't going to happen at all, you know, if we don't make any shots at all. And it's, Atlanta's playing defense. I'm not arguing that. Yeah. But we've been missing some easy shots, man. I mean, wide open shots. And you were at the game, and I know you've seen it for yourself. 100%. That we've been missing shots. Yeah. You they, know, they and four, um, it, it starts with one, one, one possession at a time, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree, bro. And, and definitely appreciate the call. It's one possession at a time. You know, they, they can't go in there. And, and part of the problem is, you know, sometimes when the Hawks go on these runs, uh, the Knicks try to win it all in one possession. And that, a lot of times that's Julius, and it turn, ends up in a turnover. But this Hawks team has a lot of firepower, man. You, you go to game four, and there was a stretch in the second quarter where I think the Knicks had a one-point lead, and boom, you had a Gallinari three, a Bogdanovich three, and a Herder three on back-to-back possessions. Hawks take the lead. Those things demoralize you, man. There's only so much that heart and hustle can do for you. At the end of the day, talent wins. It's a talent league. You need more talent. Yeah, you, you, you can still get the job done. Any team can beat any team on any night, for sure. But overall, in the series, talent wins out. And the Knicks, as I said in, 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 in the game four postgame, the Knicks have been giving up. They, they were top ten giving up the most threes all year long. Now, they're playing a team that it was one of the hottest three-point shooting teams in the league. Something's got to give. There's only so much defense you can play in this league in today's NBA. You got to score on the other end. You got to get buckets. And in the last two games, they didn't even crack 100 points. They're not even cracking 100 points on average for the whole playoffs. So that's been a problem. You know, that's 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 been a problem. 
So now I'm seeing I'm seeing a lot of comments go to the chat with these playoff games. I don't have our TV on, but um, looks like CP3 is down after the Suns have been destroying the Lakers. It looks like Austin Rivers and Dame are cooking. Uh, it looks like this 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 Denver and and Portland game series is going crazy. So all right, I gotta wrap this up shortly, man, so I can catch these games. Um, last two calls of the night, Papa left, Papa left. What's going on, bro? Yo, what's going on? Um, I think I think obviously the the Hawks are the better team, the more talented team. They got more firepower. Um, but it they don't have the. It's not like a Celtics Nets situation here. Mm-hmm. It's it's the talent there means that we have less of a margin for error. When we were up four points in game four, like you just said, those three three bad possessions, yeah. one bad offensive possession yeah. leads to you know firepower, how, 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 and then how, how we how get the down. Collins run, bro, to to end the third. We up one with three minutes to go right. in the third. Collins himself goes on a five zero run with right. going being down four right. to end the half. Right. So it just it lessens our margin for error. Um, I, I just think that, you know, offense, you know, a lot of people say defense is your best offense. I think for us to win game five, our offense has to be our best no defense. Question. And I'll explain why, because, um, we, we cannot have empty possessions where we're just holding the ball and putting up tough contested shots. We have to work to get the best possible shot in a 24 second shot clock. Yeah. And, um, you know, the, what the Hawks want to do, and I saw it in game two, the adjustment in game two, is the Hawks, they want to go cross, court, cross half court, get Trey Young on, on some momentum, get him going towards the hoop of the pick and roll, quick pass to the corner. He wants to get in the lane. He wants to do whatever he wants. And he's going to do that regardless, but it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a little bit more difficult against a set defense. We cannot give away offensive possessions. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, we have to be more efficient. Randall has to make the pass out of the double team. He can't make the pass to the score. He has to make the pass to the open man. Um, I hear a lot of people talking about the small ball lineup. I I remember Tibbs experimenting with the small ball lineup early in the year. Our defense suffers terribly when we don't have a center in there. It, it, It gets bad. And we don't rebound enough with the center in there. Correct. When we have Obi and Randall in there trying to get boards against Capella and Collins and and, and Hunter, it's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do that. Um, um, and also, as far as like guys who are getting minutes, I I think you got to get dynamic players into the game. I think I think you got to get them looks. Like I feel like we're. Tr- I think Game Four was more about getting Randall into the flow of how he's going to be effective yeah. offensively. Yeah. And it wasn't about getting the whole team involved. And I feel like Randall may have found a little bit of his his confidence, but we didn't find a, a game plan. Like, he, <laughs> Randall was able to put up his points, but I feel like we had a game plan earlier this year where all year where RJ got the ball off tip and he got going off the, right. off the, screen, off the screen, screen and roll. And I feel like quick quickly since game one, you got to find ways to get this guy some shots. Yeah. Like, but I, but uh, I also it think can't just be Reggie. Bro, I also think that that IQ hasn't been able to take the shot as he did in the regular season because now he's not getting that much room, bro. Remember, this is the playoffs. Hawks are running these guys off right. the three-point line. When you have that little window to let it fly, you got to pull it. And I've seen in these two yeah, games. Yeah, well, I would, I would experiment been, with a Randall and Shooter's lineup. You know what I mean? Even if yeah. that means taking Rose off the court, 
Yeah. Um, maybe getting quickly, you know, Bullock, Burks, Randall, and, and, and a center out there. Just just g- give me spacing, you know, but get, keep the integrity of, of a point guard on the floor. And yeah. I hear everybody talking about Burks as the point guard or getting Alfred back in. You know, quickly looked – he looks he struggled game three. But yeah. it's, it's at home. You know, the, the defense isn't as intense from the Hawks when they're when they're playing at the Garden. You know, Bogdanovich came out in game three and game four, and this guy was all over Rose. Like, I, I was shocked and that RJ, this guy could, could do that. RJ. You know, RJ and – I mean, Bogdanovich yeah. and Hunter have been putting RJ in jail as well. Yo, Hawks defense has been on point. Yeah. Yeah. That last point I want to make is that, you know, as far as, you know, the Knicks fans right now, I get it, you know, wanting to talk about next year. But, you know, this this is a series, you know, and you've been saying it all the time. Even even now where the point is, like, really hard to make, it's still a series. You still got to play game five. They still got to close us out. I'm not really, like, I think it slammed the book, Max, on, on, on Randall. I, I don't understand why that's even a conversation. That, that, do you, I don't think bias, people re- recognize what, what we went through the last decade and two yeah. decades. Like, yeah. it slammed the book. Max, I don't get, I don't get that. But like, I, I want to talk about Game Five, and I think, I think the psychology of sports, these teams, they think they have it in the bag. And I feel like if we can come out and be aggressive and get into the body and don't let these guys do whatever they want. Look, they're going to be more talented. They're going to get open shots. They're going to break us down. But we can't like let them do whatever they want. You know, just dribble, drive, pick and roll. Give, swing the ball like that's unacceptable. So I, I, I look for the Knicks to be tight um, on the defense coming out, and you know the margin of error is small. They're the better, they're a talented team, but I, you know I've seen the Knicks go on three game winning streaks, and I've seen them beat the Hawks three times. So sure. I'm not calling it quits on this season, and okay. I, I'm I'm looking for a big performance tomorrow night. And tomorrow night is a huge win for 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 the season. I think I, I called about it on on on. On, this, on the putback earlier, I think tomorrow night stamps the season as as like a supreme success. Like it's like it's a different level of success if we come out and defend home court and say, nah, like you guys aren't just gonna, you know, dominate us because you have more talent. We're Tibbs, we're the Big 15. Like that, it, it stamps that branding into into this season. So I think tomorrow's a huge game beyond winning this series. Appreciate the call, bro. All right, let's go uh, closer. The closer. The closer. It's not Jay Boogie tonight, but it's the return of Ron Cleveland in the building. Ron, how you doing, man? Man, man, man. What's going on, CP? Oh, man. What's going on with the partner? Not these damn Knicks, Ron, but how you feeling, bro? What's going on, bro? Man, hey, hey, what's going on with these Knicks fans, man? They're acting like they had a funeral. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Last thing, last thing I checked, we got a game to play tomorrow. You heard me? Yeah. Hey, it's 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 all all this thing come down to CP man, and I agree with some of the earlier callers that I heard, man. The main thing with this this thing, the Knicks have not played their game at all, defensively. Defensively, man, I, I sat back and watched that game today again, looked at the game and looked at most of these games, man. Every last one of these games, the Knicks are not playing defense the way we've been playing defense and that's what it all boils down to for this team man our team goes as our defense goes and and all this about atlanta playing great defense miss me with that 
the only person really in that in that starting lineup that's playing good on ball defense is Bogey. Bogey's picking up Derrick Rose pretty much. I full think Hunter's. I think Hunter's playing. The rest of them got they, they're sitting they're sitting off in the zone. But you know why their defense looks good? The reason why is because we're playing nothing but ISO. Yeah. ISO basketball that plays right into the hand of a defense and make a defense look better. We missed mm-hmm. a ton of open shots. Look at look at the tape. The tape ain't lying, man. We're missing a bunch of wide-open three-point shots. It ain't but that, that defense. Atlanta is not scary to me. I'm going to tell you right now. The problem, the other problem, why if you're playing against a good three-point shooting team, I'm of the mindset with Trey Young, you got him straight up. If he beat his man and get to the basket for a layup, I'd rather that happen. But do not collapse and leaving guys wide open for three. That's what we've seen this whole series. And and all this allowing the man to roll the ball up like he like he yeah, practicing kickball. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Nobody going up to him, bullet playing off of him. The New York Knicks, we're not playing defense. Yeah. And Capella talking trash the way he's talking, he got every right to talk trash. Yeah. Because yeah. they own us. And I hate to say it, but right now, the New York Knicks, I'm going to say it right now, CP. We playing soft, shaman, soft. Mm-hmm. We got killed on the boards the last game, and, and and miss me with that rep talk. Ain't nothing wrong with these reps. If anything, the refs playing right in our hands, letting us play our game. But guess what? Atlanta's playing more physical than we are, and that's fact. We're not yeah. playing New York Knicks basketball, and all this Randall with that ISO. Tell me how many times, hey CP, Randall bread and butter was getting into that paint and shooting that little jump shot, that little mid-range jump shot. Yeah. Tell me how many times you've seen that. Everything is a long two shot, and he and he's his confidence is gone where he's not even trying to shoot the three. Yeah. When in the regular season, Randall was behind that three-point line and open, he's letting that thing fly. That man does not have the confidence. And please get Mr. R&B out of that shot lineup. If you don't know who R&B is, I ain't talking about rhythm and blues. I'm talking about Reggie Bullock. Get him out of that lineup. Get him out of there. They got to put pressure on Trey Young, man. Pick him up full court. What they need to do, you know this just like football, CP. Yeah. When you face a high-powered offense, you got to limit possession. How you limit possession in basketball? You got to pick him up. Pick him up full court. Make them start using clock. They're going to have to rush. Now you're playing against the defender and you're playing against the clock. That's a high-pressure situation. And Atlanta ain't been in no closeout game. This is a young team. We smash this team tomorrow night. It's going to put doubt in their head when we go back back to, uh, to the ATL. And you know, hey, your hands going to get sweaty. It's going to be do or die, basically, yeah. for them because they do not, I repeat, do not, want to come back to Madison Square Garden. Because I'm telling you right now, we win this game tomorrow. When we win this game tomorrow, it will be a game seven. You can book it. You can book it. Can only hope boy, so, man. CP, appreciate you, boy. Yes, Keep sir. doing your thing. I'm watching you, man. Keep doing your thing, man. I'm proud of you. Appreciate you, Ron. Keep doing it. Appreciate it, man. My man, Ron Cleveland, returns. Hey, he says the Knicks got a man up, man. Starts tomorrow, tomorrow night. Can they do it? Hey, we'll see, man. One game at a time. Let's see what happens. And uh, I'm with him, man. 
apparently I'm missing a, a classic, classic game. And Dame Dallas is going off with these nuggets. So I'm going to wrap this show up right now, see what I can catch, go go rewind and check the highlights or something. Because apparently I'm missing an absolutely thrilling game between the nuggets and the Blazers. But that was the end of the show anyway, man. Um, salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up on the feed. Boy. So let's see what happens, man. Here it is. Season on the brink. And uh, we'll see if these Knicks have any fight left in them, man. Let me salute uh, the rest of the Super Chats that have come in. Remember, this show is also brought to you by Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com. Enter promo code NICKS for 20% off plus free shipping. Manscaped.com. Promo code NICKS for 20% off plus free shipping. That's the new Lawnmower 4.0. The ball trimmer. The Ferrari of ball trimmers. Make sure you go get yours, man. Trust and believe. Michael Parker sends a super chat. He says, Game 7. Larry Medina. Shout out Larry Medina who came down to the ATL with us. He says, Highlight of the Triple J Boogie dropping bars down at the meetup. No excuse tomorrow. Let's get this W. Michael James Jordan says, Win, lose, win or lose tomorrow. This has been a great season to build on. We all have to start somewhere. Let's go Knicks. Um, who else? Yeah, that's it, man. So that's it, and uh, we will see you guys tomorrow night. Win, lose, or draw, I will be here on time, not going to the game. Next post-game live, CPCK, Ashley Moss.